Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday afternoon, hoping all is well with you. Today I wanted to react to a post that I found on, I guess I have to call it X, it used to be Twitter. And I will put the link in the description of this podcast so you can check it out for yourself. In the post, uh, the poster is Ms. T's 79. <laughs> and um, I always, these names always crack me up. And there's a video, a very short video with some kind of like old timey narration to scare the audience so they don't do something bad like, you know, drugs or whatever. And it's showing basically a gas station cash register and you know that whole desk and what you typically find at the front of a gas station candy and liquor bottles and all that very colorful and at children's eye level that's kind of the point of the post so it says with that context in mind quote yet our opposition wants to ban kratom one causes obesity that leads to an early death the other causes alcoholism that leads to death both substances are placed at children's eye level make it make sense Unquote. So obviously they're referring to the sugary candies and things and junk food and then the other thing referring to liquor bottles. So now I'm just going to walk through my thoughts as they happened when I first saw this and as I'm thinking through it and seeing it live right now again. So starting with the things that I don't agree with the post and then I'll end with the things I do agree with. The things I don't agree with. I think that when it comes to kids... You don't mess with kids, no matter what it is, whether it's like politics, um, substances and drugs, whatever it is, whatever the issue is, you don't mess with kids because they're, they just came into the world recently. They're not part of the context of any of this stuff. They're not part of any single argument because they, they just, they haven't been around, you know, (laughs) that long. So you just don't mess with them. So like, we want to make it safe for them as much as possible. I mean, I I don't mean to say that we need to make the world like one big fluffy pillow that that we raise children in. But what I do think (laughs) is that we don't need them smoking cigars like they were 100 years ago while they worked on a factory floor. (laughs) So, you know, maybe we can agree on that. And I think that if there's any evidence of a substance being bad for kids, regardless, I would assume that pretty much any substance is going to affect kids very strongly. And so they shouldn't take anything. I mean, your brain's developing until you're like, what, 26, 24? I seem to remember learning in um, science when I was in high school that there's a bit of a difference in timing when it comes to like how long it takes for a girl's brain to develop versus boys, but it's still pretty long. It's like in your 20s. So if your brain is still developing and growing, um, it seems to me you don't want to get in the way of that. So I would assume that any sort of like law or movement to keep something out of the hands of kids is fine by me i really would be fine with that if like it doesn't bother me whatsoever i don't want things going into my children that they don't need to have uh at the bare minimum until their brains are all fully developed but i mean like really you know why would why would anyone want to mess with that so i i think that like there's no problem with a focus on kratom being kept out of the hands of children. 
no matter what, I do not think kids should have it. I think that I took it for the first time a few years too early, and I kind of wish in retrospect that I had been older, and I just can't change the past, but it also helped me in a lot of ways. But who knows, maybe I would be closer to an Albert Einstein if I had waited three years. Who knows? (laughs) But anyway, I just think that we should be more cautious when it comes to anything that affects kids. And the longer we wait for them to have access to things like alcohol and um, Kratom, I think it's the better, personally. So any sort of movement or legislation to keep Kratom out of the hands of kids, I'm fully in support of. Now with that, moving to the things I agree with. I think that it's pretty insane that we have the candy, sugar, junk snacks that we have available to kids everywhere they go and that no one thinks twice about it. Like that we have vending machines full of junk in schools, um, that we have lunch menus that have junk as part of them. I mean, things like that drive me crazy. Sugar is horrible for you. And there's no substance in the food that they eat. If it's this candy, if it's like that, you know, like Cheetos and stuff like that, like there's nothing they're getting out of it, but bad stuff. And, and, you know, not only that, but like the junk food industry is insane. I mean, they're like more than a monopoly at this point, in my opinion. Okay. Without getting into all that, I think that that's a good point they're making. This stuff is at eye level for kids. It's meant to be there so that they can pick it up and their parents will get it for them or that they can buy it themselves. It's not illegal for a kid to buy a Kit Kat. Now, should it be? I have no idea. But if I'm supposed to be consistent, if I am supposed to be consistent with my thought that Kratom should not be accessible to kids, I have to think about whether or not I think sugar is at the same level. And this is where my thoughts kind of, for me, get a bit get a bit dicey and interesting. Because now I'm like tripping myself up and I'm like, huh, do I think that a kid should not be allowed to buy a candy bar? I think back on really fond memories of me doing that, buying a candy bar with my friends or something like that. And how wonderful it was and exciting. We have Halloween tomorrow, trick or treat, where we go to everyone's house and like knock on doors and literally <laughs> take candy from strangers. <laughs> I mean, like, that's really teaching some some good values there parents are like oh you look cute yeah make sure to say thanks for the candy so it's like if i think that sugar's that bad why would i be okay with halloween and then i think about well halloween's kind of like a treat it's like a one one day out of the whole year kind of a thing it's not like i want to to have all this candy all that i never have candy in my house it's just halloween and so it's like a one-time thing but i so it's like Huh, am I okay with a tradition? Am I okay with like a one time, one day out of the year where something that I think is not good for for kids that, you know, they should be able to have it that day just because it's like fun that day? I mean, this is the sort of thing that I start thinking about when I look at these posts that I don't think, I don't think it's meant to spark this many thoughts in any given person. I think I overthink things a lot. <laughs> I think. <laughs> but anyway... I, I'm not sure because banning alcohol, I don't really know much about the history in terms of like what its effects of ban, like prohibitions effects of, uh, were on kids. Like were kids drinking beforehand? I'm assuming a lot. Um, were kids drinking 
during prohibition more or more dangerous, you know, levels of alcohol? I don't know. Maybe I should look into that. But does banning it work? I don't know. I don't think a general ban on anything works. So I do agree with that statement. But in terms of like keeping it from kids, I don't really want kids to be able to get like so much, so much, so much candy. But I don't know if banning it is the right way. So then I'm like, do I ban Kratom? I think I think the only problem is, is that the sugar is packaged in something that is considered food. I think that's it. You know what, you guys? I think that's it. I think that's why it's hard for me to think through this because I'm kind of tripping myself up because I'm seeing the sugar as different just because it's put inside of something that is called food. And if you look at the ingredients list of these things, I can't really find any food in there. I mean, it's I mean, it's really all substances. You you can't really re- if you can't read any of the ingredients without having to ask someone with a background in science to pronounce it for you, then you know you're not eating food. <laughs> but like if kratom was put inside of like something that was like food then would people consider it to be different is it just that the substance is isolated well i guess the next thought would be do we want kids to be able to buy sugar (laughs) if we had like blocks of sugar up front would we be okay with kids just buying bags of sugar i don't know if kids would want bags of sugar but that'd be kind of weird if they did and it would be concerning if they were buying lots of them so At the end of the day, maybe it comes down to that. It's kind of a mix of how people perceive things based on what is considered food by the FDA, amazingly enough. A Reese's is more of a, (laughs) is like considered a a snack, basically. Um, Like, or if it's the substance that's kind of like isolated and it's not like packaged as this thing that's separate from the substance itself. So maybe that's kind of the way that it's headed. Alcohol concentrated in a bottle no kids should not have alcohol if sugar was was kind of put in a quote-unquote serving sized thing that wasn't a, a packaged Reese's but was just literally just just rock powdered sugar oh wait there is rock candy sugar that's handed to kids as a snack oh man I'm tripping myself up a lot here you guys this is really weird like at the end of the day, kids shouldn't be eating any of this crap. We 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 haven't had sugar like 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 this much junk everywhere all the time every day, but a lot of it has been around forever. Kids used to drink, you know, fermented stuff like beer and stuff because they couldn't drink the water, you know, like you go to Edinburgh in the Middle Ages, if you drank the water, you'd be more likely to have a messed up kid or they would, you know, die than if they were drinking beer every day. I mean, it's really weird, but that's the case. So that's all there. But at the end of the day, no, I don't think that like saying that Kratom should be banned solely because kids could get it makes sense. Um, Kids have access to all of this crap every day of their lives. And Kratom, okay, yeah, it's another thing they, I guess, somehow have access to let's take away let's make it so they can't have access to it and then from there what can we do i mean it's like banning the substance in whole because kids could have access to it makes no sense at all so i think that's how i agree with it why would you ban kratom you know for the sole purpose of keeping it from kids or um 
you know, that doesn't really make sense to even be part of an argument. You should just separate the two. If you want to ban Kratom, okay, that's fine. But if, but make your reasoning, you know, a little more logical and separate it so that you also want to, you know, make it illegal for, for kids to get it. I mean, like you can't like group it together and say they have access to something. They have access to everything that's terrible. I think that we should just kind of be a little more targeted in that department. And I think that that's why I like Kratom Consumer Protection Acts to a degree, although I don't like everything about them. I do like that most of them that I've seen says somewhere kids cannot have it and cannot be sold it. So that I like. And I think that there should always be that targeted approach to keeping it out of the hands of people who are too young. Um, Yeah, I'll leave it there. I don't think that's an all-encompassing thought that I just had. And I think it was way too rambly. But that's the sort of thing I think through when I see something about Kratom that gets any sort of gears turning in my head. I start thinking about other things and how I view them. And I try and make my thoughts more consistent. And it doesn't work. (laughs) But at least I like know how my thoughts are not consistent. And, you know, I'll probably change some of my thoughts around this eventually, too. Um, I think a lot of you have commented on episodes or videos I've done and, and have um, have changed my mind on a few things. So certainly appreciate you all listening and listening to my rambling and then like writing in and being, what the heck's wrong with you? Why would you, you dude, it's this or it's that. Why are you saying that? You just said you think this. I think this makes more sense. And um, and then I kind of like come away with a better sense of the topic. So I appreciate that. All right, everyone, we're going to end it there. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.